Hello and welcome to Art Witch, the podcast where creativity, magic, and healing align for personal and collective liberation. I'm your host, Zanetta, and welcome. Art Witch aims to provide resources for creative empowerment, helping folks make and share their art and also find their authentic expression. In this podcast, you'll hear from a variety of artists, witches, and healers, as well as experts in various art industries and related fields, all with the intention of helping folks share their art and their unique magic with the world. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Zanetta, and thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I am going through a bit of a recovery. My voice is recovering from COVID. I still have some very mild symptoms, but, you know, my energy comes and goes. (laughs) So just bear with me as you're listening. If my voice sounds a little different, that's why. I know the new moon was yesterday, but I just didn't actually have the energy to record that episode. And so I had to be very real with myself and put it out today instead. There's a lot of vulnerability in that, but it feels good to be real in this space and come to this work with some vulnerability. (laughs) Today's episode is a creativity reading. And I will get into the reading and how it works, especially for folks who are new and who aren't familiar with creativity tarot readings. I'll share a little bit about the format and then we'll get into the actual reading for this lunar cycle. But before I get into that, I want to just take a moment to check in with you all. For many of us living here in the United States, it's been a very, very tumultuous and stressful lunar cycle, and it's important to take a moment, even if it's just a breath, even if it's just a second, to check in and see how you're doing, see how you're feeling, see how your body's doing and where you're at at this time. I encourage you to press pause or to come back to this reading if for any reason you just feel like it's a lot right now to think about career, to think about creativity, to think about the future, to think about any of that stuff. Though this reading has a lot to say on some of those topics and so it may be very helpful for you. As always, please listen to your intuition, take care of yourself, and be very, very kind to you. Everything happens in our wholeness, in our care for ourselves. So just remembering that as you're moving with this reading and listening in. I want to make a couple of announcements before we get started. The first one is a special thank you to everyone who joined in on the psychic tour of the Brooklyn Botanical Garden. What a treat it was to join up with you all. What a treat it was to meet you all. 
to communicate with plants, to listen with trees, to receive the energy of flowers. Golly, it was just a dream. I am so looking forward to doing more events like that in the future. If you'd like to stay in touch about future in-person offerings and online offerings regarding sound, nature, and all that jazz, then I'm going to leave a link down below and you can sign up for the newsletter, the sound newsletter, and you'll be updated when I'm doing new things. And then the next announcement is, is that I want to say a big thank you to our latest Patreon supporter, Josie. Thank you so much, Josie, for joining and supporting this work. It's just huge. There have also been some really beautiful reviews that people have been sharing. And I just want to say thanks also for those reviews. It's really cool to read your insights, to read how these readings and these interviews um, impact you. And I think that a lot of people find this podcast by checking out the reviews and saying, huh, okay, this is for me. And I just want to say thanks for helping to spread the word and share these episodes. So let's get into the reading. This reading is for the lunar cycle that started yesterday on Tuesday, June 28th with the new moon in Cancer and goes all the way through July 27th, right before the next new moon on July 28th. And it is a really, really potent season. I think the reading has a lot to share about the energies of the season and what we can kind of work with around this season, how we can reframe our ideas around creativity and generative expression. So let me give you the format of how this reading is laid out. I use the same spread each lunar cycle. It's called the door, the lock, and the key. And so there are three positions. The first position is the door, which is the invitation for this lunar cycle. What are we being invited into? What are the energies inviting us into? How are we invited to deepen or expand or evolve in our creative journeys? What is coming through, basically, that we can tap into? The second card is the lock. And this is often defined as like a challenge position. It's a challenge card. It's something that may disrupt. It may interrupt. It may create a blockage. And it's something that also we can be very aware of, right? Because like we're pulling tarot cards in essence to look under the rock and see all the crawly critters <laughs> to look at what really is happening in this lunar cycle and, and what can we really be aware of and collaboratively work with. So that's the second card. The third card is the key. I always like to think of this as the how. How can we step into the invitation of the first card? 
What action, what idea, what concept, what puzzle piece can we access that will help us really step into that invitation? Because sometimes the invitation is really big. I want to say it's a concept that can be hard to actually put into action. And so with the third card, this is usually how we put things into motion. Of course, this is a collective reading and I really encourage you to feel in to your specific situation, your specific creative interests and mediums and modalities. Feel into where you're at in your journey. Intuit what you can kind of experiment with around that action card and what you can do. Sometimes I prefer to, instead of write or think about cards, I prefer to create with cards. I prefer to start to improvise, sing, move, let things move through me and process the reading that way. So you may feel inclined as you're listening to this to press pause and then to go grab some materials and to work creatively as you're listening to this reading. Whatever your process is, honor it. (laughs) There's no right or wrong way to experience these transmissions and to make them your own. So let's get into the cards that came up. We have the Five of Cups upright as the invitation for this lunar cycle. The Five of Cups brings a lot of grief, a lot of sorrow. There is a lot of big emotions that are occurring right now. I am sure many of you are feeling that on multiple levels. I think also the fact that we are in a watery season and now this invitation of the water suit, the suit of cups, is very, very timely. And many of these readings actually, I feel like have an element of being aligned with the astrological season that the invitation and the suit of the invitation card will match up with say the element of the season that we're in. In this case, we are in cancer season and we have the suit of cups. We have the five of cups. Fives to me are expansive. They're also uncomfortable. So when this card came up, I saw this image of four walls and a ceiling, essentially a room, right? With a very clear defined structure. And then all of a sudden there was this whole annex, this whole like tunnel to the side that opened up into what looked like the void. And I think that is a really beautiful imagery to describe what it feels like to move in a five moment. You know that the journey forward is going to have some tension. It's going to require some trust. It's going to require some surrender and some vulnerability. And so fives are kind of like, okay, we're moving forward. We're moving past the known and we're getting into some hard stuff. Specifically, I think this card is asking us 
to really, really be with our feelings, to really, really take some time to experience any grief, any sorrow, any unprocessed pain or anything that like has maybe not really gotten a chance in say the routine daily life of being processed to have a chance to let it flow. That is the way forward. The way forward in our journey, our journey to wholeness, our journey to authentic expression, our journey into our creative endeavors is being able to hold space for ourselves no matter where we are at. Even though it may not look very generative, even though it may not look like you're making your art, being with complex, difficult feelings is part of that creative process. It really is part of the creative process. We don't just get to selectively choose what aspects of ourselves get to show up and then make art. Art is the result of us in our entirety, living our lives in our entirety. In a really great example, I've been sick these last several weeks and being sick, I've had to really sit with that and just kind of surrender to that. But I think in many ways that process, that's a part of my experience being a creative person. (laughs) It's part of me being able to deliver this podcast today and to be able to share these transmissions. You don't get to choose what parts of yourself are going to be, quote, creative. All of it is part of being able to make what you need to make. A lot of times when we get into these watery astrological signs and these watery seasons such as Pisces, Cancer, and Scorpio, we find ourselves overwhelmed. I think in large part we find ourselves overwhelmed because we live in a society where emotional care is just not prioritized in any way, shape, or form. We have to navigate living in this society day in and day out and then suddenly we hit these water sign seasons and it's like oh crap look at all this that hasn't been processed look at all these huge feelings it's like a big wave and it's deep water is so deep even in one drop of water there's the memory of everything that's ever happened and that will ever happen water cycles through everything. It's an amazing, amazing record keeper and holds so much. It's a really potent medium for conducting memory, for conducting feeling, for conducting connection and relationship, for conducting creativity, ideas, energy. If you think about flower essences, potions, any kind of magical anything, it's going to generally be in some form of water. Often you'll see these essences and these potions being worked with with water because water holds energy in such a potent way. So we are in this beautiful moment of saying it's okay to cry It's okay to hold space 
for whatever is coming through you emotionally, please do so. Please unfold extra and extra and extra. Please be still. Please give yourself all the space you need, especially if you find yourself being really, really comfortable with your routine, managing your life of being pretty structured. You know, I think of Capricornian energy. (laughs) I think of like a lot of pentacles energy. If you feel like you tend to really lean in that direction of how you handle things, I would encourage you to let the spigot flow, (laughs) to open up the faucet and to let yourself have extra space to feel. Here's where creativity really, I think, comes in and our intuition really comes in. There are many ways to process our emotions and what we're experiencing. So, so many ways. It is not just journaling. It is not just talking to someone. There's so many ways to process things. Sometimes we need to get a little creative and think outside of that box. And here's where the five comes in. And we need to give ourselves like maybe a different way of processing. So say you're someone who tends to journal a lot. Maybe it's time to either find some new prompts or maybe find a whole nother modality. Like maybe try some movement. Maybe try um, improvising. Maybe try painting. Maybe try... Um, walking, maybe try having time with trees or something. Do something creatively interesting and different for yourself to help some of that stuff that maybe like wanting to surface those emotions that want to surface to come through. Because I think what's, what's really a big part of this five of cups invitation is that the more space we give ourselves, we'll be surprised at what surfaces. When we are in our routine ways and our rigid or very structured ways, when we're in more of a four space rather than a five space, there are only certain things that are going to surface. There are only certain parts of self that want to come through. But when we allow ourselves spaciousness and maybe through our creativity we are accessing new ways of processing and that feels spacious in a different way other things are going to surface and I think that's also what scares a lot of folks about cancer season (laughs) it's like we know that there's something in the deep mystery that wants to come to the surface We know that every time we open that lid, (laughs) that lid to the box and let go a little bit, there's something there and you're not alone. Every one of us has probably mountains of things that want to come through. (laughs) You can't process everything at once and we can't always have the time, especially in the way that our lives are laid out in this society. So how can you give yourself extra emotional space to explore the mysteries of what your emotions hold? 
how can we also reframe generative expression, reframe art making by including our emotions and our emotional processing? I think one big message that's coming through the set of cards is that there is a tendency for emotional tending and emotional nurturing to look like or to be perceived as not generative or what is it yielding? (laughs) What is it yielding? Okay, great. So I like am with my feelings. I am seeing what's coming up. But how does that impact my art? And so here's the challenge card that came through. The Queen of Pentacles. We have to be very mindful of the tendency to frame creative work and art making from a strictly material perspective. The creative cycle and the whole process of making a work and bringing a work out into the world requires so many aspects of our being. (laughs) And I even like to think of it as like, it requires all the elements. It's not just the pentacles that is associated with art making. It's water, it's air, it's fire, it's the mystery, it's spirit. It's all sorts of things that come into being able to create and bring a work into being. Our emotional care, our emotional nurturing is not antithetical to our creative process and our creative dreams and goals. In fact, it is essential, right? And we get into this a lot on this podcast, re-examining where we are holding old beliefs about what is art making and what is not. If you think that your art making is, okay, I made the art, that is a very narrow and very limited view on what art is. Frankly, art is living. And living is also dying. And it is all these things together that is art. Your art doesn't happen independently and in isolation from the rest of your life. Whatever emotional tending you need at this time is guaranteed to be fruitful and vital and important to your work. It might even be the key to your work. An example that I always remember for myself is that my first really large scale project that I ever did was literally about grief, was literally about grieving the loss of my dad and then creating a sound ritual around that experience. And tuning into that, I shared that project with other people who were also grieving. And it was so healing for me and so healing for others. Can we understand that in our emotional care, in our vulnerability, in being so in tune with our feelings, that we are in greater connection the connection that we have to other people and the relevance that our work will have is actually heightened because we are deepening in our own interior. And I think that's one of the things that's kind of um, a strange aspect of cancer season, that we're in a sign that is ruled by the moon, which means 
we are in a sign that rules the interior. Yet this is a solar moment, right? Cancer season, the sun being in cancer, the illumination of the interior. It's a tricky spot to be in. And I think for many of us, especially with the queen of pentacles coming through, it's like we have come to think of maybe our work and our process, our art making as being a very external experience. Of course, that's so natural, right? Like you put a piece in an exhibit, that thing is being shared online. Someone is going and like interfacing with it. It's outside of you. But how much work happens within? How much happens that isn't seen by anyone? That's kind of what's being highlighted in this moment. And this queen of pentacles might be a little fixated on the external, might be a little fixated on the manifestations, the um, material things, the the objects and the, the very clear like, here's a creation, here's like the product of my process. Understandably, that figure has received quite a bit of abundance through that. Maybe you've received a lot of abundance by creating and seeing your work out in the world. But let us remember our emotional tending and nurturing is 100% part of that creation and manifestation. So we get into the last card. And the last card is our actionable step, which I think is a great way of putting this card because it's actually the emperor in reverse. It's actually (laughs) what non-action can we understand here? If the emperor is really fixated on building things, on creating things, on let's say, really spending a lot of time in the strategy, in the plan, and in the creation of something. This is an invitation to put that on pause. Put it on pause for the time being. Allow yourself to release the externalizing force that generally drives action for you. I really like to think of it as like we have a lot of projecting energy. We have a lot of like sending energy out, trying to make things happen, trying to even in tarot readings or oracular things, trying to see what will happen or how it will happen or what's coming through. But we are letting our sense organs recede and come into ourselves and kind of just be receiving information, just be listening and just be like kind of within ourselves. Notice where you're really reaching, maybe notice where you're really stretching and attempting to attain and stay with yourself in that and understand that that is only a piece of the pie. It's not the whole pie. Can we devote a little less time and energy in the direction of, let's say, building, let's say, strategizing, let's say, attainment? Can we really give ourselves this lunar cycle 
to feel a little more, to be a little more. Many of us are dealing with a lot of anger, rage, grief, pain around patriarchal oppression. I don't think it's a coincidence that we're having an emperor in reverse as Roe versus Wade has been overturned in the U.S. Can we take some time to feel into this moment? Can we be with that for a little bit? This Five of Cups is not forever, but it's significant in dismantling the harm that is constantly being put upon us. If everything is about the solar, if everything is about the external, then we're really still within a lot of that oppressive energy. It's very imbalanced. There's way too much in that direction. And we need to kind of come back into a sense of what does this whole picture really look like? A big part of it is caring for ourselves within, tending to the interior. We're reframing what it means to be in our power. We're reframing what it means to be confident and have agency in our art making when we are acknowledging that there's a lot more to us than just manifesting stuff. There's a lot more to this picture than just making, 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 creating, 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 content generating, all this stuff. It's okay to slow down. And that's powerful. And that removes us from the rat race, the treadmill. It really helps us to have true agency. I think the emperor in reverse shows a false sense of power. Many of us are in a really strange place with agency around our artwork. We may have gotten a lot of reinforcement that has said, okay, like you're creating, you're creating, you're creating. Great. That's the ticket. That's the way to do it. Many of us have gotten a message that if we're constantly working, if we're constantly making things, if we're constantly putting things out there, then we're worthy, then we're in our power, then we're doing like what we're supposed to be doing. That is some really, really limited and short-sighted ways of approaching creativity. (laughs) It really is because a lot of us are really in our art in a liberatory way. We're creating with the idea that we're free and others are more free as a result of us all creating. But think about how any activity can become even harmful if we are not acknowledging our wholeness while we're doing it. Your art making can become harmful if you're constantly pushing yourself to create even though you need space and time to feel and to be with yourself and to grieve. We are constantly having to remember this. We are constantly having to reframe our creativity in a way that includes our whole selves rather than a way that just focuses on us being content creators and art makers constantly. It's important to live your life to be well, to take care of yourself, to have time to feel, to have time to 
be in whatever you're experiencing and know that that whole experience is part of your art and ultimately makes you a far more effective and more relevant creatrix. Questions about material security, questions about how you can grow are going to come through this cycle. How can you grow when you're so in your feelings, when you're so in your tending and your nurturing? Where does traction come through? I think the queen of pentacles will bring that up for us. We have to look at those questions and ask, where's that coming from? Is that really coming from, you know, your higher self? Whatever version of yourself has a really deep connection to what is sacred? Is that coming from the you that knows what's sacred and remembers that? Or is that coming from a place that is focused on creating and creating in a space of ego? Now, I'm not going to go and voice that all upon you as though this is all your fault or something, but the ego and when we create from the ego space, it does feel different. It is a different situation. To just examine that for yourself, this cycle, those urges to push yourself maybe in moments where you really need to take space to care for yourself and your emotions, those urges, are they really coming from your essence, from your soul, from your connection to spirit, the part of you that knows what's sacred? Because I think the emperor in reverse can be like ego kind of running amok. It's taking the reins and it wants to just do what it thinks it needs to do. And it doesn't even know why it's doing it. And I think that cancer season can feel like one step forward and about 10 steps back. (laughs) So know you're in good company. There are a lot of people taking a break right now. There are a lot of people feeling into massive things that are going on. Massive things. These are not small things. These are things that impact everyone. And the energetic ripples of that, which is part of that watery element that's coming through this season, that's being highlighted this season, those ripples are no joke. Those ripples are turning into waves and they are waves that are washing upon us over and over and over again. They need space to take up, to unfold, and they will go on their way. Being in a minor arcana invitation like the Five of Cups really shows us that this is not a permanent thing. When you come out the other side of this, it's going to feel better. But for the time being, can we trust in emotionally tending to ourselves? Can we trust in nurturing ourselves as we feel and as we let our feelings have space? Can we trust in the mystery of that? Can we trust that that's part of our creative process? Can we redefine creative process as being not just about what we are physically doing to make something, but also how we are living and how we are caring for ourselves. So this is the message for this lunar cycle. These are the energies that are coming through. We do have 
a full moon in Capricorn on July 13th. In that Capricornian moment of fullness, we can kind of see the whole picture of creation, where we can see it as something that incorporates all the elements and incorporates all the ways that we exist. I know a lot of people use the full moons to kind of celebrate an embodied moment or a harvest moment or something like that. Or sometimes people really like to use the full moon to say, give something extra power and energy to charge something. Can we kind of call in the energy of our whole selves and caring for our whole selves in whatever we might embark on? using that energy or whatever we are trying to charge and to seed. Capricorn is also an initiatory sign, a cardinal sign. So we have the cardinal sign of water, which is cancer. And then we have the cardinal sign of earth, which is Capricorn. In that energy, in that embarkment, in that ability to kind of seed something and go for the long haul, can we perhaps let that wholeness of self and caring for the whole self be part of that Capricornian moment. If you're feeling like caring for yourself or being with your emotions or being still or giving yourself extra space feels hard or feels strange or it just maybe doesn't feel like you're hardwired that way, why not try giving yourself a little extra space. For example, say an emotion comes up and it's a big one. Maybe you sit with it for a moment and then you'll sit with it for maybe a little longer. Not too much, just a little longer so that you can kind of extend that space a little bit. Push your comfort zone just a dash with space holding. If you remember nothing else from this reading, Give yourself space to see what surfaces. Give yourself plenty of space to see what wants to come through. There are special and very specific things that want to come through when we trust in the stillness, trust in the spaciousness, trust that caring for ourselves is the way forward. So I hope that you have a beautiful lunar cycle. I hope that you are supported in your care. I hope that as whatever is coming through, you're finding compassion for yourself. You're finding patience and letting what comes through not have to mean anything or be something that is useful. To let go of putting things all through the filter of productivity and saying, because it exists, it is meaningful. Because it's transpiring, it is relevant. What happens in my life and what's happening with me is my art. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed this reading, if you want to connect more, (laughs) I will be putting these cards up on Instagram. My Instagram handle is soundartmagic. And I also have an Instagram for the podcast. It's Art Witch Podcast. Truthfully, I post more on Sound Art Magic because I find having two social media accounts to be a lot. And 
I am often like very tired after I post at least one thing, let alone two things. <laughs> so I will be posting the cards up there. I'll be posting them also in the Patreon space. And please feel free to write a message about what you experienced in this reading what's coming through for you. If you feel that there's a specific way that you're working with some of these messages, I'd love to hear about it. And if you also have been listening and enjoy the work of this podcast, please consider leaving a review. As I mentioned earlier, I love reading them and they're really, really beautiful and also help deepen this work and help kind of create a collaborative energy as these readings are being recorded and knowing who's listening and knowing how it moves through our community. So thanks so much for listening and have a beautiful lunar cycle. enjoyed today's episode of Art Witch, please consider subscribing or writing a review. Each and every little bit helps spread the word to more and more people.